Blessed be to the most high God, the conquering lion of the tribe of Judah. I love him with all my soul, my heart, my mind, my body. He's worthy to be praised. Somebody give him the glory. Listen. I will lift my voice and I will sing. I will sing. Lord, I will sing. Thank you, Lord. To my Lord and Savior, my God and King. I will sing, Lord, I will sing, oh, 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 oh. I will praise the Lamb of God who sits upon the throne. I will worship Him and give the praise to Him alone. He who was and is and is to come, I will sing before His throne forever.
St. Matthews, we are totally committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus is God the Son and the Son of God. It is our desire that you become saved right where you sit by professing your belief in Jesus Christ and asking him into your life. The Bible says that Jesus our Savior died for all your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day with all power in his hands. To be saved, just pray this prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. I believe you are God the Father's only begotten Son. Lord, come into my life and save my soul. If you've done that, email, call, or write us so we can send you written materials on your newfound faith. We have a ministry for your entire family. We'd love to invite you to our online service here at St. Matthew's Baptist Church under the direction of our senior pastor, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Here at St. Matthew's, pastor has been preaching the word of God, rightly dividing it with truth and transparency for over 33 years. We've seen thousands of lives transformed. Even though we're living through an unprecedented time, and even though our church is closed due to the pandemic, we'd love for you to download our SNBC app through your Google Play Store or through the Apple App Store for real-time live updates. Additionally, we'd like for you to follow us on Instagram at smbchurchnj or on Facebook at St. Matthew's Baptist Church of Williamstown, New Jersey. In addition to that, we'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at SMBCTV, where you can learn about our online services, our Wednesday night core Bible studies, and even our Zoom schedules at this time. Finally, don't forget to remain faithful through your giving by tithing online through our church website or by using our SMBC app or by mailing in your tithes to our church address at P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. Have a blessed day. The song just says, Jesus saves.
excited about Jesus. He is our refuge, our strength, our redeemer, and he's the one we rejoice in. Rejoice in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. We praise Jesus. We thank the Lord. Truly God is an awesome God. Let me holler out to my lovely wife. Love you, wife. Let me holler out to our great congregation. Love you, congregation. Just be still and know that he is God. God is in full control. We're praying for you and your family, your health, your strength, even through your struggles. We're praying that you be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for your labor's not in vain. We pray, hallelujah, uh, that this pandemic would pass the social uh, unrest, injustice, and all the things that are taking place that we serve the God of glory, the God of peace, the God of joy, and we just want you to be encouraged. 
Be still and know that he is God. And then we ask that you would continue to be faithful, tithing online and sending your envelopes in the P.O. Box uh, 817 Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. The church is open on Tuesdays and Thursdays if you need to take care of any business. We thank God for you. Truly, God is an awesome God. Today we're in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 15, Romans chapter 15, and I'm going to um, look at 15.1. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves, but in chapter 15, verses 31 and 32, Paul says that I may, listen, be delivered from them that do not believe in, amen, those in Judea, and that my service, which I have for Jerusalem, may be accepted of the saints, that I may come unto you with joy, listen to this, by the will of God, and may with you be refreshed. Now the God of peace, be with you all. Amen. Um, there are three assertions in chapter 15 of Romans. Romans is Paul's treatise on the righteousness of God, how to get right with God. Amen. And it's in, of course, the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we get to chapter 15, the Apostle Paul is laying out these three assertions, the God of grace, the God of hope and the God of peace. Very, very interesting that Paul is preaching to saints, not, not ain'ts, excuse the vernacular, saints. He's talking to those that are saved, those that are heaven bound, those that are indwelt by the Holy Spirit, and even we, listen, struggle with strife and seditions within us. Paul here is dealing with the fact that uh, many, many times God's grace, guidance, growth, listen, and glory comes to us through a crucible of conflict. That That is, we are transformed in trouble. It takes trouble to help the transformation process. It takes trials to help us become like Jesus. Lord have mercy. It takes disappointments before we can become dedicated and delivered. And it's here in this context that Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Let's us know that God's strategy for the saint is both strength and struggles to bring us to a place of character, honesty, integrity, commitment, amen, continuance, amen, and this, this whole matter, amen, of us becoming Christ-like. That, 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 uh, this, this is a, course for every born-again believer. If you're saved, you got to go through. If you're born again, you got to grow. Can I get a witness? God's got to transfer us from one place to the other. 
Romans chapter 15 is very interesting because it deals with the grace of God, the guidance of the Holy Spirit, and the glory of Jesus Christ. I want to I wanna really deal with this text because chapter 14 is conflict of people. Now let me stop, pause, and park. There are three conflicts we're going to cover today. This is a series on conflict. And if you are saved, born again, blood washed, you at some juncture are in conflict. Conflict with other people. The weaker brother is in conflict against the stronger brother. Two types of Christians. The weaker brother are those that are babes. They live by their feelings. They live by their scruples. They hold others to diets, dates, and, amen, their own dimensions of what is spiritual. And what they do is they judge the stronger brother. stronger brother uh, lives by faith. He's free. Amen. And he, he is not or she is not caught up in the scruples and rules and regulations that the weaker brother is caught up in. So the weaker judges the stronger. And this is why we have different attitudes in church. Because Paul says, I wanted to come to you. I wanted to preach to you. I wanted to convey to you. But I couldn't because you are babes. You're carnal. You you would never hear me. You would never understand me. So in every church, you have carnal Christians and spiritual mature Christians. They don't even think alike. So this conflict in chapter 14, amen, of the carnal Christian judging the spiritual Christian and the spiritual Christian criticizing the carnal Christian is going on in the context and is here in chapter 15 that Paul begins narration to us for us, with us, through us, on how to resolve conflict. Now, 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 Paul, Paul says, and I want you to get this in chapter 15, uh, uh, he gives us, listen, a navigation of power, amen, of submission. So he says, verse 1, we then that are strong, ought to bear, put up, carry, care, amen, commit to the counsel, the infirmities of the weak. Listen what he says, and not to please ourselves. My God. Now, let me stop pausing part because this generation, not, not this whole generation, young, middle-aged, and old, we are trapped into this self-serving Self-motivating generation. Selfie is all about me, myself, and I. We have all this information coming through social media, and yet we're more lonely. We have all of this technology, and yet, Lord have mercy, we're more ungodly. Don't let that fool you. We're isolated. We... We feel, this generation, we don't need traditional systems of marriage. We, we don't need to come to church every Sunday. We, we don't need to give. We don't, we don't need to serve. We don't need the support. 
It's just me, myself, and I. It's all about me. And as long as you are all about you, you're no good for nothing. You, you can't help yourself. You can't help anyone else. It, it is the selfish feeling that Paul talks about the navigation of God's power in our lives through submission. Now let me stop pausing Park because this word submission, hupotasso, has to do with, amen, falling in line to rank. That That is, some view submission as a weakness. Submission is a strength. Only strong people can submit. Weak people can't submit. And, and what Paul is saying, in essence, is that we have to get up under the rank of the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. We have to get under rank of the principles of Jesus Christ. And, and, and so Paul, Paul here is saying, uh, we that are strong, we're the mature ones. We're the ones living out of a sense of freedom and faith. Uh, we, we that are strong ought to put up with the infirmities of the weak. Now let me stop. If you are saved and strong, you're putting up with something or somebody. There's somebody in your life you got to put up with. Lord have mercy. You got to put up with. You got to put up with. You got to put up with. You're not going to get away from that. You may have to put up with your marriage. You have to put up with your money. You have to put up with your children. Put up with your grandchildren. Put up with your circumstances. Put up with your bad health. Put up! We have to be submitted to the power of God through submission. Let this mind, Philippians 2, be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus our Lord, uh, a, amen, who being equal with God, did not demand prerogatives, but became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow. Submission. God sends things into our lives. He wants us to be submitted to him as we go through them. Mm. Not fuss, not fight. Submitted. Submission is not always easy because submission doesn't make us feel good. And this life is not about feelings, it's about faith. I'm preaching to somebody this morning. That, that is, child of God, that when you begin to look at putting up with others, that, that is, we have to be purposeful in carrying other people's pain. It's not your pain, it's their pain, but you got to carry it. Hmm. Putting up with another's problem. And so God gives us the grace, the grace the grace of God is implied here in chapter 15, amen, when he says, you that are strong, bear the infirmities of the weak, and please not yourself. Let every one, verse 2, of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. And then he goes into how Christ 
also pleased not himself, but submitted himself to the will of God. So this submission, hupotasso, has to do with the love of God. The love of God has got something to do in your life with what you put up with. Yeah, in others. When I look at the love chapter, don't turn, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it tells me that the agapeo love, the love of God is a, listen, it is a sacrificial love of submission. It, it, is, it is a love that is sacrificial, it serves, it supports. Amen. This, this love, look what it says. Love, agapeo love, God's love, suffers long and can still be kind. No, no, let me stop, Paul. Sometimes when I'm suffering, I'm not kind. Don't say amen to that. I remember when I was a little boy and I used to come to the house and my mother used to say to me, it's nothing but you're tired, go, go to sleep. That when I'm tired, I'm irritable. And when we get tired spiritually, we become irritable. We're tired because we're not leaning on him, we're leaning on ourselves. We're tired because we're not in this word. We're tired because we don't have a prayer life. We're tired because we're not submitted to God. That That is, love can still be kind, although I'm suffering. Love does not envy. Love is, is not uh, puffed up, prideful. Love does not seek its own. Love huh, uh, does not rejoice in iniquity, but love rejoices in truth. True agapeo love is that when I'm, amen, submitted, I'm navigating the power of God. Therefore, I can put up with you. (laughs) Yeah. I can pick you up and help carry you. I can care for you. Lord have mercy. I'm kind to you. And I, I can comfort you. Because it's not about me. Look at the navigation here. We that are strong. Ministers and deacons ought to be strong. Not novices. They, they should be strong in the word. They should be strong in their personal life. They should be strong in their marriages. They should be strong in their ministries. Amen. Why? Because we are servants. We got to carry the conflict of others. Mm. That is, we navigate through this power of submission. Lord, if you are allowing this in my life, then I need to be submitted to you and carry it. Amen. So that you can be glorified. God is going to challenge us to carry things we don't want to carry. We may not want to carry. 
a marriage that's failing. We may not want to carry children that don't want to listen and do what's right for their lives. We may not want to carry characteristics and principles of Scripture that interfere with the way I feel. Ah. This is why people don't come to church. This generation, they stay at home. They don't participate. They don't give. They don't serve. Because everything is focused on them, about them, for them, within them. It's all about me. I've got my phone. I've got my computer. I've got all this information coming into me. I'm king. I don't need it. I don't need anyone. I don't need to believe anything. I don't need to follow or be submitted to anybody. It's a whole generational thing. Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1, he says, in the last days men will be lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. Mm. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. We navigate through the power of God in submission. But secondly, he deals with the God of hope, verse 13. We, amen, and I, and I want you to see this. We neutralize our problems through service. Now, this principle is so heavy, it's frightening. The more I serve Jesus, the less I, amen, the less I fall on my problems. The more I serve Jesus, the less, amen, I feel sorry for myself, become a victim, went out, throw the towel in. Jesus said, in this life, you're going to have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Now, this whole thing is so deep. This God of hope, the guidance of the Holy Spirit, is that God is going to guide things in your life and in my life that needs faith, freedom, and fortitude. This is God guiding us. Hmm. I want you to understand that we neutralize our problems as we serve. You say, well, where do you get that from? I'm glad you had John chapter 13. Don't turn down. The Bible says in John chapter 13, Jesus knowing that he was about to die, Jesus knowing whom he had come from, his father, Jesus knowing that God had placed all things into his hands, just before the Passover feast, took off his clothes, put on a towel, took a basin of water, and began to wash the disciples' feet. He said, what I'm doing now, you don't know, but you'll know afterwards. He was serving his disciples. And here's what he said. If I'm Lord and I'm washing your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. You ought to serve one another. 
for a greater fellowship. You ought to be serving in your home, your wife, your husband. Your you ought to be serving in a church. You ought to be serving in society in the name of Jesus. That That is, this, this service, he was washing their feet. He came to Peter and Peter said, you'll never wash my feet. He said, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part in me. Then Peter said, don't wash my feet only. Give me a bath. She said, you don't need a bath. You've already been bathed in the Greek. You've already been saved. But our feet get dusty day to day as we walk with sandals on in this dust. Lord, have mercy. Jesus said, whomever feet I don't wash has no part in me. You, 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 you need to understand the context Hallelujah, that as I serve, my focus is not on my problems. Lord, have mercy. And as I serve, God loops around and takes care of my problems. Because I'm serving him. Now unto him who's able. The more I serve him, the more he deals with my problems. I'm serving him. The superiority of my life is to serve him to the day I die. To carry care, commit myself to others for him. Serving him. I was in the gas station early this morning getting gas and the gas attendant, very friendly, we said it's a beautiful day, yes it is. And he was putting gas in my car and I pulled out a track and I said, read this, accept Jesus, you need to be saved. I'm serving him. It's not about our church. It's not about this ministry. It's about him. Hmm. That, that is, child of God, he, this God of hope, amen, that we uh, not only navigate, but we, amen, neutralize our problems by service. And when, and when you begin to serve him, hallelujah, serving in ministry, serving in your mind, serving in your marriage, serving, serving, serving in your giving, serving. And when we look at the gifts, 18 and 19 gifts, I don't want to get into that, 1 Corinthians 12, uh, Ephesians 4, uh, Romans 4. When we look, look at these gifts, we see speaking gifts. We see serving gifts. We see sign gifts. Sign gifts are out. God's not raising anybody from the dead today. That, that, that is child of God. But listen, the speaking gifts of pastor teacher teaching of, yeah, instruction to others. Hallelujah. The serving gifts of faith and giving. The serving gifts of diagonos, deacon and minister, the serving gifts of singing on the choir, the serving gifts of ushering, the serving gifts that are in the body of Christ. As we serve, God keeps a record of your service. And he just starts disconnecting your problems. Seek ye first. The kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. Service. Whom are you serving and how are you serving and what are you serving? 
If all you're doing is sitting back carnal criticizing, if all you're doing is just staying back and giving a half-hearted service to the Lord, you will not have the guidance of the Holy Spirit. You will not be glad. You will not have joy because you are half-heartedly serving the Lord. Prayer is a service. Hmm. You, 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 you and I both have to understand that, amen, service doesn't mean you don't have any problems. Service does not mean you're not suffering. Service does not mean you're not going through something. Service means this is my priority to submit and to serve. Huh. That I have to have navigation of God's power in submitting and neutralization Ah, in serving. I got to be neutralized from, from and through my problems in order to serve. Some people want everything to be dealt with before they serve. That's not service. Service is giving God the priority with all the problems in your life. Letting Jesus know that he is number one. Setting aside every weight, every encumbrance and the sin of doubt that does so easily beset you. And amen. Looking unto Jesus, the author, finisher, and sustainer of our faith. I will go to the grave. You will go to the grave with problems. But those problems will be transformed into praise. Do I have a witness? That That is, child of God, that he's... He's dealing with this matter of guidance, of faith, and of fortitude, and of fellowship as he washes the disciples' feet. And he's doing this in John 13 as an example. As I'm serving you, after I die, go back to glory, sit on the throne, you got to serve God and serve one another. You ought to be saying, how can I help you? Well, aren't you, uh, aren't you taken back with cancer? Yeah, I got cancer, but how can I help you? Aren't your children wayward and out in the street? Yes, but how can I help you? In your marriage and divorce court? Yes, but how can I help you? It is it's this unique ability to amen, uh, navigate and then neutralize these problems. That, that, that I, I, uh, I've oftentimes have sat back and said, boy, I, you know, I'm, some, sometimes my cell phone will ring and I look at who it is and say, oh Lord, here I go again. God says, no, answer. I put you in a place of submission to me and of service for me. You got to put up with, you got to carry, you got to bear the stuff of other people. This is not even your stuff. 
you got to carry somebody else's stuff because they're weak and you're strong. You got to pray for them. You got to persevere with them. You got to put up with them. You got to pray for them. You got to, amen, be anxious to pick them up and carry them. What a God. Paul not only does the navigation and the neutralization, but he closes out on the negotiation of peace. The God of grace, the God of hope, the God of peace. Look at chapter 15 real quickly and in verses 31. Amen. I want you to see this because this is profound. What Paul is saying that we ought to be and, and, and 31 and 32. He says in 31 that I may be delivered from them. Who do not believe. Amen. And then he goes on that I may come unto you with joy by the will of God. Verse 32. And may with you be refreshed. Great word. Encouraged. Delightful. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. That. When I surrender to the God of peace, it's not just loving and lifting for someone else. It's the ability by faith to let go. God says, you got to get to a place not understanding all of the things that I'm allowing in your life. You got to get to the place. Just let it go. Let go. Let God. Some things you and I just got to trust him with and not see the transformation in our lifetime. He says, be refreshed, be received, be rewarded that God's peace provides, amen, and promotes the person of Jesus Christ. Uh, God's peace preempts conflict. God's peace settles all separations. God's peace is powerful eh, as we persevere through something. You, you got to understand context. Context, when God came to Isaiah, uh-huh, in chapter 6, during this time of captivity and said, who will go for us? Plurality, Trinity, triune God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Isaiah said, here am I. Send me. He was submitted. He wanted to serve. He wanted to surrender. Thou will keep him and her in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him for he trusteth in him. Mm. This God of peace, of power, this navigation, this neutralization, this 
negotiation of peace, this Lord Hammer, this carrying, this continuance, this commitment to Almighty God is far beyond us. Amen. I'm a baby boomer. I'm from a different generation. We were taught rules. We were taught respect. We were taught restraint. We, we were taught. We weren't sinless, but we were taught these things, respect for authority. We were taught to go to church. We were taught to serve God. We were taught to give to God. We were taught. Taught, taught, taught. Even before I was saved, I still had a teaching mechanism. In place, in my conscience, to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. He's worthy of all praise, glory, and honor. He's worthy of all adoration. He, he's worthy. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive glory, power, and dominion both now and forevermore. How about navigating through the power of God by being submitted to him? You that are strong, put up with, bear the infirmities of the weak. Huh. How about the neutralization of our own personal problems? That as I serve God, as I serve others, as I serve my brothers and sisters in Christ, as I serve fellow man, God mysteriously deals with my problems. Ah, I neutralize my problems by service. I'm going to serve him to the day I die. I'm going to give to him. I'm going to glorify him. I'm going to magnify him. And then he deals not only with this matter of grace and guidance, but he deals with this matter of glory, surrendering by letting go and letting God to the Lordship of Christ. That's where my peace comes from when I'm surrendered. My peace, in spite of all the hell that this world's producing, in spite of all of the anger and madness of society, I have a peace that passes all understanding. That through him, he will guard my mind and my heart through Christ Jesus. I can let go and let God. To God be the glory. Great things he has done. As we close, are you submitted? Are you serving? Are you surrendered? Let it go. And let God deal with it. And you will have a peace that passes all understanding through Christ Jesus and we love you and we love Jesus. Have a great, great day in Jesus. God bless you. Oh, Lord's Day. We praise All God for right. you. Truly God is good. From Romans chapter 15, Paul deals with three things. He deals with a beginning title of the God of grace then the God of hope, the God of peace. Not the peace of God, but the God of peace. And he goes on to deal with three things in that text. 
Our love of submission is the first thing. That God wants us to be submitted to him in love to him and to one another. The second thing is not only our love of submission, amen, but also our learning of service to him. That we learn through the word of God, through our life experiences, how God wants us to live and treat others. And then third, not only our love and our learning, but our letting. We got to learn to let go and let God. Our learning of support. The hardest thing for us to do is unlearn what was wrongfully learned. So this, this Sunday morning, as we deal with this perfected peace, we're going to look at grace, guidance, amen, and the glory of God's peace. God's peace is a sedative. It keeps us from worry and fret. It keeps us from throwing a towel in. It keeps us, amen, in our spirits from becoming agitated, amen, to the prescription of God's perfect peace. We love you. Have a great day. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donations, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form.